Hello and welcome to another episode of the Val and the Frog podcast. Today we're going to be doing another quiz. Uh, we decided to pick up the 16 personalities, which is also the Myers-Briggs test. Um, so Sasquatch isn't familiar with it and we're going to make, go through it. I will also be recording my answers as we did with the political compass. Um, and yeah, we'll see uh, where it gets us basically. Uh, Sasquatch, how are you? How's it been going? Great. Last two days was able to walk finally without pain. I mean, I kind of don't really stretch my leg very much when I'm walking, so walking kind of awkwardly, but I don't feel pain, so that's good. We might need to change it from the frog to the penguin then. We'll see. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I've also been dealing with some injuries, you know, as well, but we'll see. Um, we were talking about um, going into um well with martial arts first uh getting your uh sensei on right as we mentioned uh but then i was thinking about going into it so maybe um i'm gonna start giving some updates as well see how that goes but anyway we're wasting time anyway uh let's let's go into the quiz if you want to start it up and yeah, I mean, because because I know how it kind of works, it shouldn't take us too long. It's like um, a spectrum where we answer from how strong we feel basically about the answer. And it's supposedly, depending on how much you believe on some sort of this, um, it will tell you your personality in a division, which is made on the general population, basically. Um, the, the test isn't bad, to be fair. Um, is it the best way to determine the specific questions that they give? I don't know. But it's like it's based on, uh, well, it's Myers-Briggs, but then it kind of stems from uh, Carol Jung's typology and all of that sort of stuff. And um, he has all those things about shadow functions and stuff like that, which I've kind of read into. And they seem to match what I've seen from this test, um, at least as far as the theorems that come from it and the separations that they do. The only thing um, that might be under question is then the actual questions and where they are written in a way which is uh, good enough. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, why don't you take the first one? Let's go. So the first question. You regularly make new friends. Uh, I mean, I don't have problem at all speaking to strangers and people I don't previously know. But in order for someone to get in my friend circle, it's kind of difficult to normally hang out with usually the same guys I've, I've hung for years, or at least I know for a lot, very long time. So for me personally, I would have to go with the like almost strongly disagree option. So as, for those who cannot see the screen, there is like a, a you have to choose basically how, how. Uh, strongly do you agree or disagree there is a middle option and there are three I guess progressively higher options to either agree or disagree so I would go with the second highest disagree option because yeah I mean uh, when I meet I don't have a problem meeting and speaking to people I previously don't know but for them to become one of my friends it's kind of difficult so I would go with this Hmm. Very interesting, because um, I don't know. I I didn't think from the beginning to go into that sort of thing. What what your friends are, 
That's very interesting. Yeah, it definitely like lowers the number considering like where you put your threshold of friends and just people you know. Because um, I also like speak to a lot of people and meet a lot of people and get in contact with a lot of people just in general and keep the contact basically. But um, when I call them my friends, who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't go like as strict as you. Um, maybe I'll just like you can be my friend. It'd be harder to you to be my like good friend. Um, cause let's say if I'm meeting someone, I, I still think I'll be like, Oh yeah, this is whatever. The, um, there, that's a friend of mine from somewhere. So I'll probably will call him friend, although with some reservations, of course. Um, and if that's to be the case, I'll probably have to go with a, um, um, say something like a um, second degree uh, green like the second degree of green but tongue twister there at least we can call them uh one two three four five six or eight uh, one is the highest number of agreement and eight is the what one two three four five six, seven seven is the highest disagreement so yeah i think we can do that sure um okay uh the next one would be you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest um i mean to be fair i kind of needed to like i do that normally but i also turn into a bit of my job just because i need to prepare stuff for here um so probably even more so than before um so i, I would go for honestly i'll probably have to go with one with the strongest agree option since i tend to do it every day a few times a day and as far as me i think i would go with the the same i went again a six because uh i when i explore something it's usually connected to either some sort of a science or football so don't really go into that many different topics maybe i go deeper into the topics connected to these two broader topics football and science but uh anything else i mean yeah for me to explore something different it's not that usual so i'd have to go with the six also that's fair um you know mine mine are a lot random i have spent a few hours like reading about the linguistic side of a language from a fictional thing so yeah yeah um I'll steal, I'll steal your question now. Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. And I will have to give it a seven. I, I, I do not know that. Uh, yeah, it's either six or seven. I mean, probably... Uh, because, but because it's, it says easily, yeah, I would also go with a seven. I mean, I don't really transfer my emotions from someone else especially by only seeing them cry so yeah i mean it never happened to me and also in a situation like that i'm pretty sure like i go more into you know uh standard like oh problem fixing mode oh something's wrong let's console them let's find out what's wrong and let's find a solution to what's wrong so it kind of it turns like a productive sort of inkling inside rather than an emotional one yeah, and the next question. You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Uh, nah, I guess I would strongly disagree. I normally don't even have a backup plan. So, yeah. 
I mean, I went, I went with seven as well. I, I normally, I don't. It's not only that I normally don't have a backup plan. It's normally I don't even have a plan. So, um, yeah, seven. Uh, yeah, nope. Um, you usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. I, I'd say so. Um, of course, um, a lot of pressure is um, like, what do you mean by a lot of pressure? Uh, you can you can have like very high degrees of that. So I wouldn't like go for any sort of cocky ones or even two maybe just because I don't think of being in a situation where like my life is being in danger really. So I'll just go for like a three. I'm good normally under pressure. So uh, I would go with the two. I mean, during my early days as Taekwondo fighter, I wasn't really calm, but then. Later on, I think I w was able to be calmer under pressure. Also in football, when you had, you know, play a final and stuff, I, I think I managed to stay calm and collected and do the right things. So I think I can back my claim and then go. I'm going to go with it too. Okay, go on. The next one. At social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. Uh, I mean, I would go with the for option i mean i as i as i said i don't really mind speaking to strangers i don't have any uh i don't mind talking to anyone who i don't previously know but i mean when i'm at the party most of the time i still spend with people who i already know so that's why i'll go with the middle option here i mean yeah i don't know i think it's kind of progressed for me as well like it it's you always kind of spend your main time with your people, right? Like it's it sounds a bit weird to like go with someone and then basically not spend any time with them. I think that's like the other one is the usual option. But yeah, you always get introduced to other people. You always see somebody who you might like, someone who might pique your interest a little bit. So um, I would have to go somewhere in the middle as well. But you rarely try to introduce yourself. Uh, try no, nah, that no. Um, maybe before better more of that, but nowadays definitely not. And I would have to actually go for like um, um, probably something like a six seven. Um, I was thinking whether five or six, but I I would actually go for a six right there. Because the introduction, I I would normally try to. So, yeah. This one's rolling a lot better than the political compass, which is good. Um, you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another? Um, no, no. I, I am incredibly, like, uh, uh, interest at the moment type of worker. So I'm if something loses my interest, I'll lose any sort of drive to finish it. Uh, and if something just sparks my interest out of nowhere... Um, it will kind of take over, and I would want to look into it. So, prefer it sounds like a good thing, probably, but no. Uh, and um, it's not that bad. So I'll go for maybe like um, I'd go for something like a six. I'll go for like a six. Yeah, I would go out. I, I mean, you for the only for the word prefer. I would have to go with uh, three. I think because I mean. I do prefer to finish one project before starting another. Whether that actually happens is a completely different story. So, yeah, I mean, I also normally have a lot of things going on at the same time. But I would prefer 
for them to not be going on the set. I would prefer to at least some of them to be finished before I start the next one. So that's why I would go with the three. I mean, you might be swaying me into a five, but not that it matters that much. But I don't know. Uh, are you a very sentimental person? Um, and it's kind of difficult. Uh, I would say I'm not that sentiment sentimental. Uh, also, it kind of it kind of links also to the previous question about the staying calm under a lot of pressure. I think so. I think uh, I mean I definitely have had strong feelings in my life. So, but I don't know. I mean, it, I would probably have to go with six. I'm. It's almost a very strong disagree for me. Hmm. I mean. Um, I I try not to live in the past like that. Like I don't, I don't. I have a thing where I basically am not allowed to regret things since those were the things that shaped me into the position where I am. So regretting something means I'm not happy with who I am. Um, and then because in sentimental you would have nostalgia and stuff as well. And I was thinking just well. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, it was it was fun when we were doing that back in the day or something, but not really like with a sad. I'm not. It's not like an envious. Oh, I I wish I was there. It's just like it's more of a. Oh, it, that was that was a fun time, you know, just happy memories sort of thing. So I would also have to go for like um, uh, sadness and sentiment. Not gonna lie, I would have to go for like a for a seven here. Might seem a bit strong, but I would have to do that. So, yeah. Um, Next one. You like to use organizing tools like sh- schedules and lists. Uh, I'm a seven. You're a seven. Uh, I mean, oh. I I normally do not use them, but whether I would like to use them. Uh, no, I mean, for now at least, I I think I don't really... I don't really need them. I mostly remember everything I do. So I don't really need them for sometimes. Uh, I mean, I have some some things which I use to track um, some aspects of my daily life. So from that point, from this point of view, I would have to say yes. So I would go with the, the middle option, the four. Interesting. I don't know. I've been recommended by a lot of people. By a lot of smart people too, but no, I've never in my life basically done it. Um, so I can't really go for anything else. And then even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. Uh, where unfortunately, uh, narcissistically of me, I'll have to go for another seven because my personality is kind of built of not doubting myself. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same for me here. If I make a mistake, probably there was a glitch in the matrix, not me making a mistake. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, that's a quick one. Uh, and I'm stealing again. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Well, another one we discussed already. So I'd assume you'd say a one. Yeah, it's either a one or a two. I mean, yeah, probably a one because I've spoken to, let's say I've spoken to, there was this 
don't know. Recently, there was this at least a high-profile name. Let's say he, uh, Connor Wolfram, the brother of the guy who founded Wolfram Alpha, the Wolfram language, Stephen Wolfram. So, I mean, he was a very high-profile figure. I didn't have any anxiety or stress because of his name and status. So I would go with the one. I, I'm not intimidated. And I'm really, as written here, I'm comfortable. When I want to get to know someone, I just go ahead and talk to them. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the one. I suppose you, you agree with me? Um, I did click one. Um, what might like, what might sway me into a two is the fact that there's just, um, it's about reading the social situation. So in some, it's sometimes it's not about being comfortable with the to approach the person. Sometimes just it's not the right environment for it, if you know what I mean. But um, if it is the environment which kind of makes it okay, then that's fine. So I don't know. The next one. You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analysis of creative works. Uh, in terms of... Uh, I mean, it, it here it depends what exactly creative work is. I mean, when it's connected to some sort of sport or science, I'm, let's say, some amazing football, football trick was made and different people are discussing what was going through the mind of the person. I'm interested in that. When some equation was invented, I'm interested in uh, what was going through the mind of the scientists who invented it. But when it comes to a painting, let's say, or a song, I'm less interested in that. So I mean, it depends on the type of on the type of art. Uh, I, mean, I assume normal people are gonna assume when they hear creative works, film, um, paintings, music, theater, all that sort of stuff. You're always a bit, I think, out of the box right there. Yeah, and well, that means that I would go with the... Uh, probably the strongly agree option. I never really read any analysis. I just... If I watch a movie, let's say, uh, it's enough for me to watch it and make my own opinion. I don't really care what the other guys think about it. Hmm. Well... No. Um... I think I get very in-depth um, sometimes when it comes to some creative works, especially music, um, which is probably like my strongest suit when it comes to that and my highest like interest level. But it, it's, an, it's an interesting way. Like I really get in-depth, let's say, for music with um, specifics of like production and writing rather than necessarily too much on... Um, the conveying of emotion and uh, ideas that were put into it. So I tend to like, I've had a few conversations with people where um, I would get like um, very like, very much like something where um, I go from a very technical standpoint. Oh, it's being done in this way and that way. And here's, they, they did this and that. And it's like um, a little bit of like a nerdy, you know, approach to it while they'll be like, well, I didn't like it because like the over let's say the ideas put into it weren't particularly um maybe um put in a particularly good way to actually represent them or they didn't aim to represent pretty much anything and it kind of lacked substance in that sort of way which i tend to not uh take into consideration that much i'd say but um so just on a 
because I'm kind of conflicted because I do it in a very specific way. I would have to go for like a five right there because I do do it, but I wouldn't say it's particularly strong. Um, and we can go to page number three right there. And we are faced with you're more inclined to follow your head than your heart. Um, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that one? I'm kind of conflicted by it. In a sense, I'll tell you why. But I want to hear your sort of thoughts. Uh, well, I mean, I've definitely had moments, let's say I'm, I'm in a, some fight and my coach tells me to do some sort of move in Taekwondo and I don't really listen to him and do... But I'm in the heat of the moment and I just do what I want and not listen to him and that's that's like follow your heart maybe or follow your emotions I don't know it's kind of not really th thinking not staying that calm um, but I mean I've gotten better better with it so right now I would but I mean um, nah probably don't really understand the question your heart may may mean follow some of your passions or I, I don't really know how to how they to mean emotions being led by emotions uh-huh okay well so i would i would go with the let's say i would go with the the two right now for where am, am i right now in my personal development i think i i can say that i'm a two on this question huh what i was thinking right now what which kind of confused me is because i know that like the the instinct right there is to just go for a one, um, but then it's I'm having a tough time separating head and heart at the moment in the sense where, well, doing like following your heart or your head might mean like I know the way it's worded it makes it sound to me like. Are you going to do the logical thing or are you going to do this stupid thing that you might want to? Um, but then, I don't know. If, if anyone challenges me on a thing I'll do, I'll be like, I'll like back it, you know? I will say it's the, that's the logical thing because. So where then is the, where, what's the difference between following your head and your heart in this sort of moment if you are too stubborn to maybe agree with someone else's logic? Um ooh that that makes it very tough. I don't know. Um is it just just by emo I mean no, like in order to do that I'll have to weigh it in my head first, be like, okay, that's that's a stupid idea. And my threshold is very low. I find logic in a lot of stupid ideas. I um but considering they're stupid in not stupid enough. I guess for me not to do them, then I'll have to. Ah, but it's just I'll just go with my one. I'll just do it going my one on a technicality. Ah, go on. You usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. Uh, I would go with the either the five or a, or the six. Uh, I, I when I don't really have a daily daily routine planned, I a lot of the times end up not doing 
as much work. So, but ah, but because of the word prefer, I mean, it, yes, uh, it's what I prefer, not exactly what uh, happens that often. Uh, so I would, I would go with the. I would go with the even even the seven because because what I prefer yeah I, I prefer to. Uh, but let's keep some some options for uh, improvisation and for improvisation open. So I would go with the six here. Hmm. Well, well, no. Uh, I mean, um, I mean, whenever I see prefer in these questions, I more see it as like um, when you say usually prefer is just as a how you usually do it. Um, so I wouldn't put too much in thought into like just um, state of mind sort of thing. But um, I don't know. I'm a very sporadic person. I'm a very like, oh, burst of energy right now. Let's do things. And then I might just not want to do anything for a bit. And I don't know. Um, or during the night instead and waste my day. Um yeah, I know. That's one of the ones where we are very different on, I guess. Uh, what I feel like normally, yeah. So, um, I'll sometimes have ideas, I guess, to an extent. And I do, especially nowadays, have a lot more... I've started to have a lot more, like, um, a specific other people's appointment sort of stuff. Because I need to organize a lot of meetings around stuff like this. So, I cannot go for one but I, I would have to probably go for a two right there. And then what's the next one we have? You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. You rarely worry about it. Um, Worry about what? Depending on, like, again, I'll, I'll have to go into your, like, little semantic works where worry about is in the case of, oh, my God, I might have made a bad impression could not care really um well but is the thought gonna pop up maybe hmm, i wonder like i wonder what they thought uh my something like that just more on a curiosity basis rather than like a insecurity one um but then rarely worry about it uh considering i would normally like assume something uh, I mean, I would go for like uh, rarely. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go for a one here, Espe like especially because rarely I would give me that like little option for exceptions anyway. So I don't need to make room for it myself. So yeah, one for me and for you. Yeah, probably probably one for me also. I don't really. I mean, there are a small number of people who I worry how they will perceive me. So, and they are not the vast majority of people I meet. So, I would also go with the, the one. Okay. And you enjoy participating in group activities. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, of course, it depends on the activity, but that that is also uh, in the single activities also. So. And yeah, yeah, a lot of time group projects, even in group sports, are fun and inter interesting, and you can have a laugh. So yeah, I would, I would go with the one option, the strong degree option. Hmm. I mean, I also want one. Like, I don't know. You need to be very, like, incredibly introverted. I say, 
in order for you to go for like a six or a seven. And because I'm pretty like introverted people would still enjoy like a something of a group activity in this in like a specific more specific sense, I guess. So I don't know. We're social creatures, we like to be around people. So yeah, one again. Um, you like books and movies that make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending. Um I'm trying to think of a specific example. Um the first thing that popped into my mind, um, shout out to The Wolf Among Us, um, it's a game where um, the ending was that sort of like cliffhanger sort of thing. Um, and I love that game. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm so much of a lore person that it's kind of unfulfilling to make my own. Like, I don't want to interpret it i don't want to create this random thing in my head where like basically i'm living in dream world and i create my dream scenario and believe in it i'll be like but but what's the actual one like uh, what if i get into a cliffhanger like this i'll be like more oh what was the actual writer thinking about you know like what would have what did you would have put in there if we would have put something in there so um minor interpretation um and if it just no so you yeah, know i i don't like it no um i'll go for like a six right there let's not be too strong it could be cool yeah i would go actually with the seven oh especially when i'm reading a book i usually before i even reach the ending i've like imagined a couple of scenarios how it, it might end and also when i've read the ending i also kind of like to imagine uh alternative endings and so i don't really so i do this with the uh my interpret my endings regardless and i re really want to know how it actually ends because i'm i'm curious so it, not even curious i just want to know how it ends i hate i actually hate when there is a movie or a book with which ends in kind of an open ending i really hate that so i would go with the seven i strongly disagree with that i like for there, there to be an ending is like it i don't feel it complete i mean if i wanted a story to have an open end i might just invent invent the whole story and not buy the book because i mean it's kind of your job as an author to make an opening and an ending mm. i mean i guess it can be done like it can be done in a good way that's why that's why i give it a six like it could be like um it could be done so well and with such a good cliffhanger, maybe you can pull it off. But I assume also when you're, I also do that with the whole, every, everyone does it. Oh, I think something, it might end this way or that way. And you know, you won from like a little bit of like a competitive standpoint to be like, was they right? So, yeah, I don't know. And the last one for this page would be your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish things than your own accomplishments. Um, well, one of, that's one of my problems, really. Um, as we've said, like motivation and stuff before, I think we've mentioned some of that. I don't necessarily enjoy my accomplishments. Um, like, because it's more of a, well, I could have done more. Some other people do some, something else. Some other people do something like, okay, I did something. Um, I don't know. I never. It never feels particularly fulfilling. Basically, whenever I accomplish anything, so 
Um, but does that mean that helping others helps more? Um, yeah, I'd say it's definitely more rewarding for me to get like an appreciation from other people, considering I myself don't really appreciate my own work. So, um, happiness. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll go for a two right there. I don't know. I'm a bit keep towing around the idea of putting a one, but let's do a two. Yeah, I would go with the strongly disagree. I would go with the seven. I don't. Uh, I mean, I prefer to be able to say I have this medal. I've won this. I've achieved this. Than to be a very successful teacher of other people who accomplish oh. things I don't manage to do. So yeah, I prefer. I would go with the strongly disagree option. I prefer my own accomplishments. Like on this, yeah, sure. Like I agree with you that just well. Like, you will feel like, uh, if you have to choose, oh, would I rather be very successful or help very successful people? Or, like, that's, like, a very specific case, but just in general, to fit that question, sure. But, like, does it, like, whenever, let's say you get a medal, does it, does it ever feel like, oh, like, now I'm very happy and, oh, my God, I got this medal? Or is it just, okay, I got it, what's next? Uh, both. Uh, probably. I mean, probably the what's next part. But I've also had more. It's more often. But I've also had a lot of times when I've just been happy with the medal. But I mean, normally, normally, kind of, you the medal is just kind of a confirmation of the training and all the pre preparations you've done. So I mean, you kind of, uh, you you kind of expect the medal in some way a lot of the times. I mean. When you've prepared really well for the competition in whatever, you kind of already know you will probably get the medal. So that's this is just a confirmation that you've done your, the work. And then you start looking towards the next challenge or you might have already started preparing for it. But still, the medal confirms your place in society and, it, and in, in, you, in your own mind that you, you're really that good enough and your preparations have actually worked. Mm. Well, I mean... And also, just wanted to, where you said you would much rather like tell somebody I got this medal or that medal, sure, like that braggy sort of thing might get you like little, like I I would have it as well, obviously, like oh yeah, done that, you know, not a big deal. <laughs> um, these are like there's a those little like petty emotional spikes you can get from something like this, but I don't know um, whether I feel like. Okay, what do you think? Um, because I want to kind of, I don't know, it's interesting. Does, does getting happiness from, like, bragging, let's say, about an accomplishment, is that happiness coming from that accomplishment? Or is that just, like, do you put it in the same bracket? Well, when you brag, you mostly just... Uh, are happy with yourself that I mean not necessarily the particular achievement but you're kind of happy that you're some sort of a better person let's say or some sort of a an incredible human being who is able to achieve extraordinary things it's more like that you just you just confirm to yourself and to the others that you are really the big deal but isn't it more just like the um the attention basically and just the you know 
Yeah, maybe, but I mean, when you also speak something, it kind of also gets your own mind, so you actually kind of motivate yourself in that that sense. Because if you if you let's say let's say you're the type of person who brags a lot, uh, you eventually you have you will have the feeling that you, uh, even if you when you start bragging more and more, you kind of now have to live up to the expectations you have uh, set yourself. So it's kind of a self motivating factor. Hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting for sure. I don't know. Um, what did I even go for? Um, put it to um. Okay, on to the next. No, yeah. I, just to confirm, I would stick with my two. I think so. I don't know. I'm very conflicted on that one, but I'll just stick with the two. Let's go with the initial thought. Okay. Next one. You're interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. Um, not really. As I said, um, I basically right now I'm interested in football and science. So uh, I would go with, let's say I would go with the six yeah. here. Well, for me, it's like, uh, oh, for sure. Like I'm going for number one right there. Uh I, I, it's it's the standard as we said like just okay a thousand ideas they just come in come out now I want to do this want to do that I want to I want to try everything basically so yep strong one right there uh, and then um, are we prone to worrying that things will take a turn for the worse not really no um, um, I don't know I'm very very much in the present normally uh, and so it's just like Whenever something happens, it will happen, like you know. So I, I, I just went for a seven right there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes let's say, well, since I'm the goalkeeper, when you pass me the ball, sometimes and think, what will happen if I don't control it well? It might slip under me and go in the goal. Sometimes I think that, but I never really make the mistake. So kind of throughout the years, I've kind of almost eradicated that. I mean, basically, I only think. Uh, who am I gonna pass the ball next? So uh, I definitely sometimes worry about my actions. So I would go with the five here. So it's kind. Uh, it's kind of. Nah, not the five. Actually, the. Yeah, yeah, the five. So because I so, sometimes I still think uh, things will. My actions would lead to some sort of a bad, bad ending. I just. I, I mean. I'm not really intimidated by that, but I just kind of have it in the back of my mind and plan for that accordingly. So, yeah, I would go with the five. Uh, um, yeah, that's fair. Um, well, do you avoid leadership roles in group settings? Um, nah, nah. I, I mean, um, I actually try to be the leader in a lot of the times. So I am comfortable with leading. I don't know if I'm comfortable and I want to do it. Whether I'm the best leader, it is another question. The others, the others should answer for that. But I, I don't want to avoid leadership roles. Uh, I only want to avoid leadership roles in uh, some sort of an activity which I'm not really passionate and don't want to do it. So I just kind of want to have less work to do. Uh, but when it's something I uh, I want to do some activity I enjoy, let's say I would I I would like to be the captain of the team always, 
So I'll probably go with the six option. Mm. I don't know, like, considering <clears throat> they said, because, like, I would normally, like, try to look at it somewhat objectively, you know, who will be the best person for this specific thing, because it very much depends on, like, what sort of activity it is um, that you would might, someone, as you said, someone more interested or more passionate about the topic might be a better person for it. Um, so in so in that sort of sense, I like, I wouldn't say push uh, to be the leader all the time, but I never, like, try to avoid it on purpose as well. It's more of a, okay, I'll step forward as the person if I believe I am the best option. Um, I mean, so I wouldn't say I avoid it at all. Um, and uh, that would mean, I guess, a seven right there. You're definitely not an artistic type of person. Uh, uh, can you help me on that one? Are, does artistic mean kind of that you're connected to, again, paintings, movies, and everything connected to that? Or does it mean that you're kind of a... Let's say your your personality is more of an artistic type. type. I mean, you kind of overreact sometimes and... Everything like no, that. like it does not mean dramatic, no. Uh, but well, the second I see artistic, it's just uh, the first word that comes to mind immediately is creative. Um, so it does not have to be necessary. Like, I guess if you are very creative, it's like to push you, you know, maybe in a art creation sort of way, but it doesn't have to be necessarily. Um, where you were talking about the a movie, music, painting, all of that sort of stuff. It does not have to be that, but an artistic type of person that says like a creative person who need like who needs creative outlet, and you know that sort of. I think you kind of get what I'm going with it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably go with the two option, two option because of the fact that I've, I think I've created some interesting things throughout my life, be it in different spheres of in different aspects of life. But I'm not really a very creative person, or this will not classify myself as such. So I would go with the two option. I mean, I think I've even said it this way: like my my creativity is part of like why, like it dictates like my work style and stuff with those sporadic stuff and things like that. So the second you read the question, I already clicked on seven right there. Okay, next one. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings? Mm. Whether it would be a better... Mm. It's a, it's a, diff it's a diff difficult question, for sure. I mean, I guess especially because it's like... Um, you don't... You need to run that test in your mind. Like, you can't, like... You don't have a representation of it, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, probably I don't know if everyone. It's kind of. Is it possible that everyone will just overthink, and it will be like the paradox when where you put two types of grass next to a cow or a horse, and he just ends up dying because he uh, can't choose which one to eat. So I think I would go with a slightly disagree option, the five. Honestly, I would not have expected this. Uh, you were kind of surprising me. Like I was 
Pichelle thinking you go from one to three, but you're just thinking whether which one would that. Uh, I um, it is very difficult. I don't know if like like relied more. Okay, just uh, whenever it comes to very like let's say uh, population wide decisions and stuff that are kind of good for the world or for just the nation, I guess, depending who's choosing. Um, I would probably prefer less emotions to be involved in that. Um, I think like the most rational decision for something like that might be good. Um, I don't, I don't think like we should turn feelings off, but probably keep them to more like one-on-one, just you and your own life for decisions. So then whenever someone steps into power, I'd probably want them to be rational. Um, Because rationality also, like, that will discard from the feeling side something like uh, selfishness and um, ambition and all of those sort of things. And that's kind of, I think, that will solve politics in a way. If you remove self-interest, then it will just be like, okay, let's debate on what's actually the best thing to do. and so in that sort of case, I think to like it'll overwhelm it because of the importance of the decisions that I'm talking about. And then I'll have to be in the world be a better place if you relate more. Um I would have to go for like a two there. Like not gonna be too too far on it, but a solid two for sure. Yeah, just two things to say. Uh if I mean, society is kind. You mentioned the, the thing about leaders. Uh, so the leaders should make rational decisions, but it is easier to control the other population if you make them, uh, if you make their actions to be governed by their feelings mostly. So that would kind of make the whole process of leading easier. And also, the question is kind of phrased uh, more on rationality and less than their feelings. Does it mean that you can? That means that rationality should be above 50% or does it mean that rationality should be more uh, compared to what it is now and the feelings less compared to what they are now? Uh, more than 50%. Uh, so I kind of viewed, viewed, it, viewed it from the point uh, of uh, how often we relate to rationality now. So yeah, I mean, I'm not changing my answer, just some observations. Okay, sure. Um... I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a bit it's a bit hard to really put it in perspective. So doesn't it's there's not really a wrong answer there. I'd say. Um, and okay, well, uh, another last one. Uh, you prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. Um, okay, and again, I, I, here I'm gonna prompt you to answer without the prefer thing. So not what you would like to be the case. More. I would say that we're doing one to seven of how often we actually do it. Um, and I definitely don't do that. So I know it's, again, it's just whenever like I'll feel like a burst of energy and we're like, okay, let's do stuff. Um, and especially because I'm mostly active during the night, it doesn't really make sense the other way around. So I would have to go for like a, I'll probably have to go for a, Six right there. Yeah, I would go with the uh, the three option 
if it was what I prefer, I'd probably go with one. But yeah, what actually happened is probably around the three mark. So I'd go with three. Yeah, I don't know, because I see why you do the prefer thing like that, but I don't think that's what they were aiming for. Yeah, exactly, we agreed. And the next one. You enjoy watching people argue? Uh, kinda, I mean, uh, if the argument is funny, I mean, if it, if it has some funny points, I enjoy it, so I would go with the three. Hmm. My problem is normally I don't particularly like it because I find flaws in their, like, the points they're making. It's like, a, well, how, how, like, he just said something very stupid. How do you not, like, pick up on that? And also, definitely not people arguing in more of a, like, a domestic sense. Um, that's not fun to do at all. Um, a debate, like, a proper, like, um, two very intelligent people debating on like um i don't know some some that's fun that's sure i i would watch a debate sometimes um enjoying people watching people argue in general watching people is okay um but i'll i'll have to go for my first middle i think right there it's a bit too contextual just for me Okay, next one. You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Uh, I would... I don't know. I will definitely disagree, but uh, I'm kind of... I don't really know to what extent exactly, but I will probably go with the... The sixth option is, I think, yeah. Not really drawing all the attention to myself all the time, but I definitely like to be the star of the show. Oh. Um, for some reason... Uh, just before you, like, I actually processed the fact you said six and what you said. I thought, like, um, you need to agree in order for the attention to be drawn. Um, subconsciously, I probably, like, I do it a lot, I think, by just, I don't know, even, like, the way I dress or the way I do things and um, avoid it, I do not. Um, so, like, Obviously, there's like the cases where you're like, okay, maybe right here, I would like not to be the, you know, but um, yeah, I, I think that's, that might be actually the first one we match up on. You said six, right? Yeah. So yeah, I will also back you on that one. I'll go for a six right there. Um, and then the next one would be, can your mood change very quickly? Um. I mean, for me, that's a no. I don't. I, I, I actually would try to have not like to not really let my mood um, affect how I deal with other people, especially. And I would definitely say it's not something that changes like drastically in a small amount of time. So, I'll, yeah, I'll just go for a seven there. Uh, I don't know, I'll probably go with the three. I mean, my mood can change very quickly. Whether I show it or whether I whether I change my action is a completely different story. But I think my mood can change very quickly. So it's either a two or a three, actually. But I don't know. I, I certainly expect a lot of my mood changes. So I would go with the three option. Okay. Yeah, no, I just... I don't... I don't I, <clears throat> 
I haven't really noticed it about you much as well, like you said, whether you show it or not, but then I don't think I like I, I myself can't really pinpoint what my mood is at any point in time really. Like I don't I don't know. So that's why it kind of pushes me to a seven because I literally don't know even like it's not even about showing it. I don't even know when it, if if it is happening. So, um, do you uh, do you lose your patience with people who are not as efficient as you? Uh, yeah, kinda, kinda, yes. But I mean, uh, I also I, I'm I lose my patience, but I also I mean I kinda expect it a lot of the time. Uh, so I I've already planned something to work around. So I lose my patience, but I'm not. It's not like I'm very angry or starting start hitting everything because of that. So I would go with the middle option. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think like I'm normally good with people. So, and okay, that that's gonna sound very very bad, but I am used to working with people slower than me. Normally, people are slower than me. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that's something incredibly big-headed, but it doesn't matter. Um, but no, like, I'm, I would say I'm, normally if I've had problems there, it's because the people feel very insecure and they feel bad for having to take it slow. So they're like, no, no, no. And, like, they would say they understood something, even though they didn't, just so they don't feel like, if, you know, I don't know. Uh, we've seen it like in class and stuff where some they ask for an explanation from the teacher they would not understand what they were like what they were having explained to them but then they would feel too self-conscious to actually ask again um but yeah i, I don't remember any time where i have been the one where like, it's like okay this is getting a bit much so i would go for like a i'll go for six or some, yeah. You often end up doing things at the last possible moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of times that that happens. So often, yeah, yeah. I think I would go with the two option here. Hmm. I was I was pretty sure you were gonna just click one right there the way you were voicing it <laughs> you surprised me a bit um last possible moment um whenever i've had assignments for school and everything like this it's always been last second so and i also never really go anywhere early i just turn up the last possible moment um so i'll have to go for the, for one i i can't really I don't really have any leg, leg to stand up on when it comes to having to choose anything else. So, um, Okay, I'll get in the last one again. I like the streak. You have always been fascinated by the question of what, if anything, happens after death. And here I would just always fascinate. Um, I never really cared about it. Um, I don't question it. I don't care. Um, after I die, I die. And... I don't like even if something does happen, like I am atheist, so I go about as far as just okay, I died, that's it. Um, and I've accepted the idea that nothing might happen, but let's say something does happen, 
it will happen. And whether I think about it or not does not affect it in any way. So I don't think about it. And then, so is it a positive or a negative question? You have always been fascinated by the question of what? No, no, I don't care. Seven. Yeah, I would actually go with the one. I mean, I even remember when I was, uh, I think I've just, I had just, just under seven years old, we were moving houses. And uh, I remember the first time I slept in my new bed, I was actually crying in my bed because I worried how the world will can continue to exist without me, without my presence after I die. So I mean, I've always I've always wanted to know what would happen when I die. I mean, if anything happen would happen to me, as here stated. So yeah, I would have to go with the one. I'm I, I, I'm interested in what what happens. Hmm. I mean. I'm I'm just happy that what you said right now might have just trumped my egotistical statement, so I don't sound the worst on here. <laughs> you usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Mm, well, sometimes I prefer to be on my own. Sometimes I prefer to be with others. But I mean, I think in terms of getting things done. Uh, is I'll, I'll probably do things better by myself. At least most of the things I do in my daily life, anyways. Uh, but in terms of being happier and yeah, being happier and feeling more connected, I do do prefer to be around other people for that to happen. So yeah, the things I'll probably go with either the the four or the three option, but probably 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 the the three option because I also kind of like to be the star of the show, as I said, so that kind of sways it to three. Yeah, I mean, while you were talking, like I just literally was thinking about the whole. I agree, like basically on the productivity front, but and happen like productivity happiness um, division there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like having people around me. I like living with people and uh, being able to do stuff. Just like okay, maybe. We might like working, you being in the same room as me, and we two doing something productive, not together, just working on different projects. For me, normally it's very awkward because I need to feel the silence, and having someone there is very like I don't know if I have someone around me, I need to engage, like my body wants to do it. Uh, but then if it's not the case, we can just like. Let's say we live together, you do some, you're productive in your room, I'm productive in my room, but then we can always like get together after and do this and do that. And that's like very, very, I don't know, I really like something like this, even like very basic stuff as just having dinner together. So um, I would say it's more of a, I'm, com I'm contemplating whether go for a one or a two there. Usually, well, yeah, okay, I guess usually gives you more of like, Leniency, anyway. So I'll go with a one. I'll be quite strong there. Um, do you become bored or do you lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical? Uh, for me, that's like a straight up no. Yeah, yeah. It's kind. It's it's kind of fun in a lot a lot of times. Uh, ra rarely it's boring. So I would I would highly theoretical. I mean, let's say we've discussed a lot of times what happens when, I don't know, a certain, let's say a snake fights, uh, I don't know, a footballer or something like that. I mean, 
I'd like to just like just say I've never participated in a conversation like this. I know who he's talking about, but I have not been part. I repeat. <clears throat> okay, go on. Yeah, uh, and lots of times when it's done with the right people, it is very funny. When it's done with the wrong people, it's not. But you, that's kind of how communication works, uh, basically. So I would go with the six option. I mean, I went for a seven. I one of my like, it kind of irks me always is whenever I say, "Would you rather do this or do that?" and someone is like, "Well, that's not going to happen," and they like they don't want to choose because of it or something like that. I I it, I don't know. So no, no, a seven. You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experience experiences um are very different from yours. Um. I don't know. I mean, whose experiences are very different? Norm normally, normally not. Uh, I kind of. I mean, they might be similar, but in different spheres. Let's say uh, I've won a medal in physics, or or and he's won a medal in mathematics. That's kind of. That's kind of. I do not consider that as a different experience. So I don't really find it easy to em em empathize with people with that drastic experiences uh not really to, with people with without at least something to have in common so i think i, I would i would disagree i would go go with probably the six option game here mm. i mean i actually pro like there is i guess things that are a bit more techy if i want to um call it in a very weird manner but um so that's why i wouldn't go for a one but I normally i'm a decent i'm a pretty decent emotional support bat so um i don't know I, I think i do okay again i would normally prioritize when stuff like this more of a just um helping the person deal with it rather than just be there for like a pure um outlet of emotions consolation sort of scenario i'm more like productive in that way where um problem solving will turn on but yeah I, I would go for it too i think i'm good at this um okay the next one we have is do you usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible um that's a weird one um i assume it's more of a you just kind of feel anxious about a decision, so you don't want to make it till it kind of you have to. Um, but I normally like make my mind up very quickly, so it's more of a I just it's it sparks in my brain that this is the right thing to do, and so then like I would start trying to manipulate the environment around it. To make it more likely to actually be the best option and swaying people to believe me basically so i would say no finalizing decisions it's a bit of a weird question i can't really put it into an example really 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 but um for as long as usually postpone it for as long as possible no i'll go with seven there yeah, I would go with the seven also. As a goalkeeper, you cannot really make a mistake. If you come out, you just come out. You don't really have time to doubt yourself. Also in Taekwondo, when someone's actually trying to kick your head, you can't really 
delve into exactly what to do. So yeah, I think that has taught me to be a seven on that question also. It's very fascinating how differently like we decide to run in our because the first thing I was kind of picturing in my head was like uh um a girl like talking to a guy and like being very like oh I don't know we'll see we would like oh I'll like may maybe like all of those sort of answers and you're going to like well should I punch him in the head or should I kick him? <laughs> okay, go on. You rarely second guess the choices that you you have made. Uh, I mean, second guess. Does it mean that I wonder what would happen in the potential scenario that I've chosen the other option? No, it's. Uh, I would say it's more of a like in the moment. Oh, was that the right decision? I don't know. Was it? Maybe maybe I should have done the other thing. I don't know. Was it okay? Was it not like it's more of a from like and again anxious. Un uncertainty sort no. of. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll probably. You rarely second guess. Yeah, it it is rarely. I, uh, when I do something, I most of the time don't even care if it's. Sometimes you just have to act quick, as as I discussed in the previous question exactly. So, I, I most of the time I know that if I even try to second guess, that would lose my concentration. It would cost me time. So I don't don't do it. So yeah, the one. Mm. I mean, when I said like the whole not having regrets policy, it's just kind of like um, more of a, well, we are shaped by choices, right? And it's more about, okay, that choice has been made. Let's put our now energy into know, into figuring out what we're going to do with like the results that have stemmed from this. Um... And so, yeah, I don't know. I uh, rarely, I, I'm going for a one there. And now, to not break my streak, I'll have to go. I'll steal the last one again. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is what you need. And for me, that's a a lively. Depending, I mean, I don't know what what exactly you mean by a lively social event, but I do. Like I know in the past where I've had, um, I've been living with somebody, and um, I'll let's say I worked for six days. And I really want on the seventh day to be out and about and do things, which has been like very weird because other people, after they finish their work week or something, they need to chill, be at home and just not do anything. But like, I think I get more energy from being out and with people and everything like that. So a live social event is what you need. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would um, just because there's some events that might not be. It doesn't mean like every type of lively social event. So that's I'll go for a two, but it's a close maybe to a one even. Nah, I would go with the seven here. For me, I don't really need a social event. I would actually, uh, as you said, I would just prefer to stay at home and chill and relax. So I'd go with seven. I don't know. Like, um, I also just just to mention it, probably like your body kind of is like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere. But I don't think it's like. It's not what I actually need. It might be like a little bit of an urge there, but I think it actually affects me like mentally and everything. It affects me in a negative way. Um, it, it turns like, um, like it, it is like a slippery slope where you, you're tends to go down, um, the route of, oh, just like slack and not do anything the whole day. But 
uh, if I have to like weigh in whenever I've done one, when I've done the one and the other, um, when I actually get up, even like on that day, and just do um, energetic activities, which are like you know still fun, um, that makes me feel like in inside and out uh, better. Even though in the beginning, the first option might seem a bit more alluring. I don't know if you've meant. Okay, that's the I, I was hoping here for like, oh yeah, maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll, 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 I'll think like. But no, you just clicked seven. Okay, so it's okay. It's okay. And the next question is: You enjoy going to art museums? Oh uh, yeah, I would go with the seven. I strongly disagree. I don't enjoy going to art museums. I've been to a few in different countries even and not really had any sort of fulfillment or enjoyment so yeah i'll go with seven uh just just as a random question is that because it's an art museum or would that be true for museums in general no there are some museums i enjoy more connected to history or let's say minerals rocks and that these sort of sciences more the more historical things Mm. Okay, I don't know. History museums, definitely a no. Rocks, worst part of like uh, natural history museums. But if you have animals, you can you can keep me with animals. Um, the only other museum I remember really paying attention, or not not really that much, but paying some attention to, was a chocolate museum. Although the only picture I took in there was there was a like um big poster thing of the um what's it called like the um, a tree of the the family tree of the Belgian royalty whatever I don't know why why I took a picture of that but that was the only picture I had on my phone for I think that was my previous phone though. Uh, I that's the only picture I had on my phone for probably seven, eight months. Nothing else, just for some reason, royal family, Belgium family tree. And I don't remember any of them. I've also been to the chocolate museum and I quite enjoyed it also. Yeah. Was there a museum to eat? I'm, there probably was no museums to eat. Was there any chocolate given to you to eat? Uh, yeah, it was given, but uh, I expected more. But due to the coronavirus, they gave us actually less because of some health restrictions and something like that. Oh. Okay, well, when I was looking at art, I only... Like, some a little bit of like impressionism painting and stuff and like me guessing some artists that I kind of know has been fun for me at certain points I guess so I would just go for like a, I would go for like a 5 it wouldn't be like an overall enjoyment, enjoyment when it comes to the experience but I think I'll find a way to entertain myself um what's next you often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings understanding um i don't know what what exactly to like 
I when I was a kid, it would be like, oh, why are you like, why are you feeling this? Where it was more of a why can you not just kind of turn it off? But nowadays, now nah, it's. I think normally I can because I rationalize um, feelings, or I try to most of the time. I can like I've already let's say I've felt something and I've processed it in my head. So then when someone else is feeling it, even if it's different, this kind of from my one, I can still uh, rationalize it in a way. So um, compare it to previous things I've felt or seen. So I, I, I'd say I do quite all right on that. Uh, I, I, sometimes I have a hard time understanding more, more of the, more from the sort of, like you said, uh, I'm wondering why the person doesn't just turn it off or doesn't teach his mind to feel in a different way because that will make him more productive or whatever. So because of that, I would go with the three option. I slightly agree that I sometimes have a hard time understanding the other's feelings. Mm. I I went for a six just because there's some very, very, um, I don't know how to put it, maybe just concepts that are a bit too abstract. Something like, I don't know, um, I cannot rationalize in any way the feeling of like gender dysmorphia um because i don't like it's very hard for me to put it in a perspective where it's like a actual physical feeling if you know what i mean so for stuff like this i have no idea so i'll just go for a stick okay um, and you like to have a to-do list for each day uh I like to do it, but I think we agreed that we are answering this question on what we actually do. So I have a to-do list for, let's say, about more than half of the week. Let's say four to five days usually. Some some days still I do whatever whatever I feel at the moment. So that's why I would go with th three options. They are slightly agree that most of the time I actually have a to-do list, but not always. I went for a seven. I don't think I'm surprising anyone there. Um, and how often do we feel insecure? Um, weird question. Not really, but um, insecure. Um, I don't know. I I feel quite secure in myself and the position. And because I don't like, because I do it as a okay, that's the, the decision made on the spot and i have to live with it and just adapt and not think about it um it, that doesn't really come into play much uh so yeah i rarely feel insecure yeah so i have to agree with it yeah me too i'm i'll go with the one option i i'm very comfortable with who i am and i mean yeah that that's basically it so i'll go with the one i think that's only like the second or third one we've agreed on well, um, you, you avoid called. making phone calls. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna answer it. Um, sometimes, yes. Uh, I often prefer to communicate via texting. Uh, but so yeah, I, I would have to slightly agree with this one. I would go with the three option again. I'm, I'm not that intimidated, but sometimes I do prefer texting instead of phone calls. So I think that's that should make me go with the three. Hmm. 
I don't know. Depending, like, it definitely depends on who. Like, I, I, if I have to do stuff like, um, call up a, I don't know, the phone company or this or like, if it's something like more of a chore, it's long, and having to wait for any sort of service, just like, oh yeah, we will be with you shortly, and you just listen to those random little tunes they put on there. Very bad experiences. Uh, but I think, uh, like if I have to, like nowadays, no one around me really talks on the phone, but if I want, I would prefer to jump on in a conversation than text most of the time, but I just don't really get the um, ability to do it. Like one of my closest friends here, um, they, they say just, even if I see that you are going to, you're calling me and I am fully free, I'm going to not pick it up just because i do not want to talk over a phone on the phone so yeah i am not really given the opportunity most people don't pick up um but do i avoid it uh not necessarily um i, I don't at least purposefully avoid it so i'd go for like a five because i basically never do it i do it only with like my like my family and stuff because because you, I don't know you can't really text anyone above their like forty margin, you know, because they're a bit too slow, and you can't really get a conversation going. Yeah, kind of. Go on. You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. Um, not not really. It it's not like I often spend a lot of time trying to no no uh, i would go with the six because sometimes i try to understand them but i'm not usually yeah i'm not usually trying to understand it let's say uh i just kind of i mean i mean i kind of if if there is some view different from my own i would back myself to be pretty fast to actually understand why they are their views are that wh where they're coming from uh so i don't think i spend a lot of time i just can if there's someone who has something views something in a different way from me i just kind of very quickly get a grasp on it and not really think about it that much so i think i would go with the five or six probably six mm. um I mean, I understand what you're saying for those sort of circumstances yeah so it's more of a like um Okay, um, you don't agree with this. Okay, I know, I know why you're saying it, but I don't see it in that way. But um, I'll actually have to go for like a um, slight agree option here because uh, on something a bit more like general, uh, which would be let's say religion. Like I would spend, I have, I have spent quite a bit of time uh, listening to people talk about like Islam or Christianity. Um, because it's interesting because being an atheist and people being religious is incredibly far apart and it doesn't really make sense for either, either person to have the other view but it's such a big part of life that it's kind of interesting i try to educate myself basically to know what stuff like that is about so when it comes to like philosophical um let's say movements and religion, I would read up on those, even if I don't necessarily 
agree. Um, and because of that, I would have to go for um, like a three because they're, I guess, a little bit specific. For... Actually, that was the first last question I took. Oh, you still? Oh, you ruined my. No. Uh, no. Okay, take this one. I don't. I don't want to read them. In your social circle, you're often the one who contacts your friends and initiates activities. Mm, not really, I think. Uh, I mean, when it comes to, let's say, going to play football, I do initiate more. I do try to initiate a lot of people, but they do not necessarily gather. So my attempts are not often that successful. So, but I think I still manage to basically uh, organize some people, but pretty rarely. So, and it asks if I'm often the one who initiates contact. So I would, I would go with the six here. Um, I mean, for me, for me, it's a one. Uh, most of my friend circle and our friend circle would not have probably spoken in the last two years if it was not like just both of those people conversating with me and ending up in the same conversation or me bringing people out together so it's a one um if your plans are interrupted your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible um that's a very specific question depending on what interrupted it that i'll probably be just concentrating on that um let's say it's a, okay i guess they're saying more of a like a random more of an irrational something happened um my plans i mean if i have something that i want to finish obviously i would want to finish it i don't understand the question what 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 do you like well, i don't know what do you think about it i think it's about i think it's effectively do you really hate your plan, plans being interrupted something like that because you would get to get back to work as soon as possible if you really hate it but the thing is what i'm saying you know what I'm, actually now it kind of popped up in my head um if let's say i don't know if i'm doing something i don't really want to be doing so let's say i'm doing and writing an essay or something annoying um if i get sidetracked where like i stop for a little bit then i'll get into my procrastination mode again and not come back to it for as long as possible so i think like if i let myself get interrupted yeah, but your plans are interrupted. I think it is probably meant that something else interrupts them. Like, you're not just stop with your essay. Probably, let's say, your parents call you for some chore or something like that. Sure, but then, like, that's what I'm saying. If, I, if I'm stopped from doing something I don't want... Like, if it's something that I was procrastinating in the first place, if I get interrupted in any way, I'll go into procrastinating mode again. Like, I remember the last time I had to um, submit something. I, well, it was like a thing which you should probably spend like seven, eight hours on at least, or like started early or something. 
I started it two hours before, did like one hour, and then I don't know, I stopped because of something I had to stop for something and didn't start again till like maybe 15 minutes before the deadline and then submitted like half an hour late. But yeah. Your top priority is to get back with it. If it's okay, I I, I think I'll uh, I would take the question in a way where if something that was was actually important to me, I would not let myself get interrupted sort of way, you know. Uh, but then, if something random gets interrupted, I'll probably would not it won't be like a priority to get back to it. Uh, so if I take it in this way, I would have to go for a uh, top priority no, but not much of a no. So I'll go for a five there. Oh, no. Yeah, if it is something, if I am answering same way as you, if it is something I really want to do, not something that has been uh, imposed on me, like, like let's say an essay, then it it would be either a one or a two, probably a one. Uh, if we have to account for the fact for schoolwork and something which some chores maybe I don't really want to want to do and I'm interrupted, then it's probably like a three or a four even. But since it is. It is my plans, and if I've planted it, this is something. No, no, but what I said is um, if it's something important to me, I would not get interrupted in the first place. So I answered it as if it was an interruption of like an imposed plan. Aha, uh -huh. but nah, I think I, think I may, be, may get interrupted still. Oh, I, I don't know, in a kind of, kind of split. I'll just go with the middle option. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a very specific question that works doesn't really work like a for a general answer, but I don't know. Let's just move on. Um you're still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. Well, as I said, I, I go for um uh and by I mean what I mean by as I've said, like the whole no regrets. Uh, bother like because stuff like this, you know, that's like the classic. You go, you try to go to bed, and all the bad things from your life start popping up in your thoughts. Um, but bothered, I would say, is like more. It sounds more regretty rather than you just overthinking stuff. Anyway, so I would just go for seven. Yeah, I mean, I I I think I'm still slightly bothered by some mistakes. Let's say in football, I've let in some go. Uh, I've considered a loss in a taekwondo match or whatever. So I mean, I know that I've at least tried to learn as much as possible from those mistakes. But sometimes I'm still bothered. I'm wondering what if we could have won this match or this fight or anything. So I think I'm slightly bothered, uh, and not that often, but sometimes I I remember. Uh, remember my mistakes and wonder what would have happened if I've done the right thing. So I would go with the three. Okay. Fair. And the next one. You rarely contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Um, yeah, I mean, I rarely wonder, wonder upon these things. I know the reason for my existence at least is to be the most competent person as possible. Right now, I'm trying to be the best football player as, as uh, the best football player I can. So I mean, yeah, it's pretty much when I have to have a go. This is the reason of my existence, and then don't really think more 
more about it. So, uh, but sometimes I've still wondered. So I would go with the two. No, I'm I'm going for a one. Um, I don't know. I tend to lean more into like uh, as far as the meaning of life sort of shit. I think like I'm more on like the nihilist sort of ideas of there isn't there's no reason really you just make it whatever you want and can and just I don't know yeah so I don't like get I I have literally read up on the meaning of life depending from like um ex um like nihilist and existentialist and stuff like this just because I was I don't really subscribe for, uh, to any of those. They're like it was, but it was like an interesting read. So that's the only contemplation, I guess, I've done. But it's just not really so one for me. Um, does, do your emotions control you more than you control them? Um, again, it's interesting. Like pure emotions, do I act because like revenge and jealousy and all of those kind of stuff? No. Uh, if you count something like instinct and impulses as emo emotions, like I'm a very, um, oh, I, I, I want to do this at the moment. Okay, I'll do it. Um, but that, I guess that wouldn't really be my emotions. So, um, well, I would say control you more than you control it. No, I'll go for a seven unless you make a compelling case about. The impulsive thing being emotions. Yeah, I, I like to think of myself as a rational person and cold-blooded killer. But uh, if, as I explained in the in the earlier questions, sometimes I've uh, let my emotions get the better of me and not listen to my coach during a fight. So because of that, and I think that's a pretty big big thing, I would go with the five. So I slightly disagree, but there have been very important moments of my life where my emotions have taken control. So I would go with the five. I mean, for me, maybe as a kid, but I think I'm actually very annoying uh, when arguing with a very emotional person because I basically sit there just stone-faced. Like they get incredibly annoyed because they're like getting angry and getting very emotional and I'm just like they're like but no I I don't like why would why would you like I don't know I very talk very calmly and it comes off very condescending and they get even angrier probably not a, I don't know I used to get angry a little bit with them as a kid but I I don't know I guess I learned to manipulate conversations in a way so um I'll take this last one you're not taking all of them take great let me just say, I actually switched answer to the middle point. I think I think my con emotions control me a lot more than I think, so I'll go with the middle option. Actually, the four. Uh, why? Why? Um, like, did some? Did you think of something specific, or just? Well, just I think I'm more of a hothead than I think of myself. So that's why. Oh, uh, okay, fair. I, I was I was thinking, have I ever had to like stop you from? I don't know, beating someone up or doing something stupid. Doing something stupid, sure, yes, but not in that sort of sense. I don't know. Well, 
Um, you take great care not to make people look bad, even when it is completely their fault. Um, you take great care not to make look, people look bad. Um, when is it? I guess, like, let's say someone doesn't understand something and I'm trying to explain it to them or somebody made a mistake um on I'm because I'm thinking like maybe helping uni people around me and I'll be like oh no but yeah like you're not stupid or you're not slow you're just like oh this is quite like a complicated thing it's okay it's like you would like you would try in this sort of sense um yeah, I'll probably, uh, yeah, I know how fragile people's minds are. So I think I do normally do like, a, oh, it's not like there's you there's excuses that you can make. So um, not to make it look, even if it's completely full. Yeah, um, I would go for a two. I would say. Nah, normally I don't. I don't care that much. Don't. Something I which comes to mind is let's say I'm playing football and the defenders have been an absolute disgrace and sometimes I still take the blame on me that I haven't saved the goal uh, yeah, even when it's mostly their fault. But normally I don't really care that much I would say. Uh, so I would probably go with either the 5 or a 6. I would go with the 5. Uh, let me just ask you about the football thing. Would that be just because like you are like in your head you know it's their fault but then when you're talking about it you would say it's your fault for them to feel better or is that just you being hard on yourself uh, it is it, both it's both i mean i almost always think that i could have done better and saved the goal even even like yeah that's what i'm asking yeah i've often talked even like i don't even need defenders i will do the job myself so i mean i always think that i can personally do better but i realize that if i let the defenders head go down that may, may result in a worse performance later on during the game so there is also the part that i just don't want them to think is their fault okay interesting well now i'm sort of curious to start asking you about specific scenarios if you remember for like games of ours but i think that would be like an off, off yeah, yeah. topic uh sure okay uh, we did a two we did a five and we're moving to i think this is the penultimate one no, I, think, I think there's two more your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts uh now it's I would answer this question completely. Uh, basically, it's the complementary to the question about my do I have a to do list? I, I said I have a to do list for about 60% of the week, so there, the other 40 should go to the spontaneous bursts of, bursts of energy. So I would go with the five option here. Yeah, like there has been a few questions where they were basically resolving a, around the exact same topic. Um, and we've discussed this pretty much. So yeah, mine is exactly that. So I did go for a one. Uh, I don't remember who read the last. So when someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. I've read this question 
multiple times because I know I've done previous runs of this with other people and stuff, and I have never understood this. And I don't like. I've heard people say, "Oh yeah, that's ex like that's what happens immediately," sort of thing. And I've never even like that's never crossed my mind. It's like a possibility to exist as a feeling. So I don't know. It kind of baffles me, but that's why I have to go for a seven. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably I'd probably go with either a six or a seven too. Uh, but sometimes I felt, let's say, my coach praised me for doing something good, and now I wonder. How bad I have to do it for him to start shouting at me that I'm doing bad or something like this. So because sometimes I I kinda think about it, I would go with the six. That's sort of fascinating. Like I'm straight up. Um before reading this question, I didn't like even like this question is what told me this is a possibility. Like and what you're saying right now, again, doesn't resonate at all. I don't know. Interesting. But I guess this is what it is. Um, you would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Um, for me, no. Um, I think too much time alone just bore me and it's not going to be healthy for me. Um, so alone, probably. I mean, I don't like jobs, but if I if I am to do a job, um, I like traveling though, and then tra no, but I I think I don't need like um forty people sort of place, but like I want one or two people around me all of the time sort of. So, um, I I I would not love it now. So I'll go for a out six or seven. Uh, let's go for a seven. I, I I would need some sort of contact for sure. Actually, actually, about the the last question, it it's how long it will take them to make feel feel disappointed. So uh, I think that kind of assumes that I'm already like a disappointing person. So they will just find me out or something like this. So is it what is meant? Is it what is meant here? I mean, sure. Like it is a bit of a like um um. No, but it's not how long is in. It's basically it's more of a again, um, self doubt, anxiety sort of thing. Oh, now they're happy, um, about something I did. They're they're now praising me in in a sense, but, um, I'm just like, oh, that's not gonna last long, right? Who knows? Like, I'm gonna screw up any time now, like. How much? How long can I keep this up? They're gonna get and end up disappointed me at some point. You know, it's more of a like a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, then I'll probably switch to seven because I mostly thought about it. At what will it take them to make me to make feel disappointed in me? So probably switch to a seven. Okay. And about the job. About the job, uh, uh, I mean, sometimes I get more. I think we discussed it. Uh, on a previous page that sometimes we get more work done when we are alone but because I think socially uh, you have to like you have to mm, get that social social energy from somewhere uh, I would probably not really like to work alone most of the time 
So I would I would probably go with the five option. I still think I still think I will uh I still think I would need some time alone, but not that much. I would need some kind of social setting. Hmm. I see. Okay. Um. Go on. I did. I think. Yeah. You believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time. Uh, abstract questions in general. No, I think we discussed that. Uh, but abstract philosophical questions. Um. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I think it's 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 a waste of time. Most. Yeah, if it is philosophical question, then I would probably go with the two option, not the one because sometimes they are funny and interesting, but uh, a lot of the time they are just a waste of time. So I'd go with the two. I mean, I'm sort of conflicted here because depending on like what do you mean by waste of time in the sense of okay, is it gonna progress your life in any way? Most of the times, no. Sometimes it can. It's more of a, like, you can uh, be thinking philosophically about the world and life, and, um, like, this can impact your way of moving around in the world, basically, and the way you think and your values. So, but it's, um, okay, it's not making you money, sure, but is it a waste of time on just, like, a your parent comes in and is like, oh, why are you wasting your time on this stupid thing? Probably not. Unless, if it takes something like a would rather sort of philosophical kind of question, sure. But just philosophical topics and, and pondering about them? No. It's, it's not necessarily productive, but I would not call it a waste of time. Uh, so... I would go for like a stick. So stick. Okay, the next one. You feel more drawn to places with busy, busting atmospheres than quiet, intimidate, in intimate places. Um, I mean, I don't know. For sometimes I long, I like to be a city child, so to say. I I prefer to live in a more busy, busy environment. But uh, when I have to get some work done sometimes i prefer to be in more quiet place i mean uh it's an interesting fact uh when i was preparing sometimes for physics competitions during class so i was not paying attention in the classes i was just doing my own physics problems uh i didn't want the room to be quiet because i was basically coming from the point that if i can c concentrate and solve, solve everything while everyone was talking and there was noise and it was loud then uh, I would be able to do it also even better when it's quiet. So I never really, uh, I don't really feel that intimidated by the the noisy atmosphere. And sometimes being in a bustling atmosphere, everyone is busy, ki can kind of open more doors to you, more opportunities for things to do. So because of that, I would probably go with probably go with the two or three. Let let's let's say three. I don't like crowds. Like I, I hate touristy spots. Um, after living in London for about a year and a half, I saw all the like main sites run down the river just because I had a friend come over basically and 
they wanted to see it. I would have never gone on my own, and I hate that area, and I never go because it's just the sea of people that you walk in between, and then no one likes to be in, like tubes and all of that sort of stuff. And I don't know. I like uh, as like you uh, normally when I get people for to go somewhere, like I do um, off trail hiking and all that sort of stuff. So I definitely get drawn to intimate places rather than the busy ones so um i went for seven yeah maybe something something some of the things you say are true so i'd probably go with actually the four more towards the disagree thing yeah i yeah, managed to sway you once for in this podcast um you know at first glance how someone is feeling well, uh, well, that depends on how expressive people are. I, I mean, I'm not a psychic, no. Uh, I have a decent idea sometimes, but again, some especially like, especially with guys. I think with it's easier with girls because they're more expressive and they are more like they they would normally be more open. With their feelings as a whole, but with a guy, most of the time, considering every one of them is kind of trained to hide their feelings, and I said, but by day, I do include us as well. Um, you don't really, their idea is for you to not be able to tell. So, as far as the opportunities provided, I would just go for like a three because, yeah, but sometimes you can't really. Yeah, I know for a fact that up until I was 14 or 15, I was a master of hiding my feelings. I've kind of, I don't know, now I'm more easily readable. So I would I would think that a lot of people are that way. And if they don't want you, you will never find out how they're feeling. So I'd probably go with the slightly disagree here with the five. And as you said that it like it changes when I'm 14, 15, like what went wrong? I don't know. It's not like I even, I wasn't really, it wasn't really a goal of mine to be a hard to read person. So it's not something I really trained a lot. It just kind of, just kind of happened naturally. I mean, I think, I think within a couple of months, I can go back to it if I want. Interesting. I don't know. So before you, like when you start transitioning again, let me know so we can play in poker before. Okay. <laughs> Although the the, o- the only time I remember ever playing anything with you in that sort of sense was I think we were playing Monopoly with like a group of people and I was just sitting there stealing cash from the bank and giving it to you under the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> so, I know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is it the last? I feel it should be the last because at the end, like the next time we go, it would say a hundred and that'll be done. Or who knows? I don't know. Do you often feel overwhelmed? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. No. Um, do we, I don't know. I normally just, I separate sort of, okay, this is my like uh, more miniature, like this is what I care about. Like, I don't know. So yeah, I don't really, like even if it's there's stress, 
it will be like stressed from a certain thing. I don't think I normally get like overbeared. Oh, I have so much stuff to do. Oh my god, like what what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? It's like okay, I have a lot of things to do, and now I'm gonna be thinking about this one, and it might be like a stressful thing to do, but it's not gonna overwhelm me. It's just it'll be harder to figure out how to deal with it, I guess. So I don't, especially often, no. So I'll go for a seven. Yeah, I would probably go since it's only often. I've definitely have felt overwhelmed throughout my life, but most of the time, I actually feel underwhelmed. I think like I have to do more. I can do more, and so I have to do it in order to justify my time here. So I will go with seven also. Mm. Well, yeah, that is true for sure. Especially like I like I was saying that my way of life is more of a when I feel I do something. That is for sure like a. Oh, I, pro- I probably should have done more today, or I probably should have been doing more this week. And yeah, I think, yeah, so I agree on you and that one. So that kind of justifies my seven, even like solidifies it a bit further. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the next one. You complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. Uh, Probably, I, well, I don't know, when, maybe when it's something I don't know how to do. I try to, let's say I watch a YouTube t- tutorial of something, then I follow the steps of how to do it. But if I already know basically the thing, I I can kind of skip some steps. Even, even let's say you do some kick in Taekwondo. Sometimes you're actually more effective skipping some of the basic steps. I mean, de- depending on the situation. So... Let me put it into a bit of a perspective for you. If you are in a situation where you are able to skip any step, would you skip at 100% of the time? Well, it's difficult. It depends depends on the thing. Let's say I would have to write an essay or just get something done. If I don't really care that much about the thing, then I would gladly skip the step to save time. But if it's, let's say, an exercise... And I will not skip the step because I would lose some of the benefits of the exercise. So it's kind of 50-50. I would probably go with the middle option, the four. I don't know if I'll, I'll count like something like exercising there because those are not like step. You know, step would be you need, okay, I need the first step in order to progress to the second to get to the next one, to get to the next one. While exercising, I don't see like you're not methodically going. You're just if you if you're not skipping a step to get to the next one, you're literally just not doing part of it. I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like so- the way I see it, it's more of a okay. If I if I have like a, those are the steps that need to be done to get to that goal, and if I know there is a any sort of shortcut reaching that goal i would take it you know yeah yeah that way okay so if we don't count these sort of things i'll probably go with the two if, okay. if we... that's why i asked you the whole like uh the hundred percent of the time because that's what, that's how i like interpreted the question and how i thought about it if i can skip it will i ever be like oh no i should probably not no no, I'll just skip it, so. 
Um, you're very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. Um, honestly, probably less than just because I'll be like, oh, why again this? Why did like this uh, sort of like how how can I put it more of a um it normally the stuff get that gets popular for being controversial is kind is very stupid no matter on which side it is and if people are arguing about it they like the the stupid points get highlighted and the people with common sense don't really get any shine because it's not interesting um so it actually might even be like uh it's definitely not any more intriguing than non-controversial ideas but it might even be a bit of like um um turn off that it is controversial yeah i see where you're coming from sometimes it's the same for me but i definitely still have the the inner desire to find out why it's controversial so for me it's probably the four or the five let i would go with the five but i wouldn't disagree with it then but uh, uh yeah, yeah. the way yeah. you said it it sounded more of a two or a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the three then the three. The three or the four. So I'd go with the three, yeah. Okay, well I went for a five. Five, yeah. I was thinking about the sticks, but five is okay. Uh I'm happy with five. Um you would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed more. Are you going to say a 7? Yeah, I, I would go with a 7. Uh, I, I did expect that. Uh, would I ever pass an opportunity? Um, if someone needs it more. And in, in very specific cases. Um, if it's more of a, like, uh, I would benefit or they would benefit and there's not, like... A, if I lose anything from it, probably no. Um, but in some sort of cases, maybe. So I would go like a, I would go for a five here. It's, it needs to be, I'll need to like kind of weigh it, like weighing the options, be like, am I losing anything from it? And if I'm not, and I know, like if, if I'm not any worse off, or if I don't lose anything too important of an opportunity, and I know it might be good for someone else. I might like take it as like an opportunity first. Okay, do something for them. Like I'm a bit of a people pleaser anyway, so it would get me a bit of a buzz to get the appreciation from them and also just help. Um, but also maybe okay, I did a good thing for them, so I'm kind of on good terms. I can ask them for something later. Or you work on your relationship with people, I guess. So I'll go for five. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming from. For example, I was thinking about, let's say, me and my friend are injured and in the, are in the desert, desert and we are bleeding, and there is some tape, but only for one of us, and one of us can stop our bleeding. So uh, sometimes I would probably give the tape to the, to, the, to the other person just to see how tough am I and can I go through the desert to, uh, with blood all over me. Uh, but uh, so I would consider it as a toughening up test for myself. So it's actually an even better opportunity. So I don't really consider that as passing along the good opportunity to get uh, to get taped. So I would still go with the seven, but just mentioning it. And what about if it's like um, you basically are both dying 
and you have a thing that saves one of you. Oh, then I would save save myself. Okay, yeah, then I save because I don't know the way you were going about it. I was thinking more of a oh maybe I was kind of picturing it more as a situation where um you let's say oh you, I can take my tape myself up and get to the town and like I'll bring back help or something like this. So in like my head the corner I was already playing around with the scenario and I was like okay probably the best idea is to give it to um the per the person who is like most well prepared basically um but i'll be like okay i i would uh, with all sorts of stuff like this i would trust myself more than i would trust someone else and then if we don't really kind of make it back on time that's okay i mean i don't, I don't survive that you know so yeah um i, I put a five what are you put in a seven yeah yeah the next one you struggle with deadlines um i mean i get i get normally things done just before the deadline so if it's something i don't want to do and there is a deadline i would probably do it like a, a minute before the deadline whatever the deadline is. so i wouldn't say i struggle with the deadline so i'll probably go with the one if there is a deadline yeah I'll, don't really struggle with it yeah i mean i've i had never missed a deadline until I was like well what I'm doing here I do not like and it does not matter and I just was like okay what happens if I just don't do anything and nothing happens so like if if I'm to I want to submit it before the deadline yes to be last second but it would definitely be before the deadline but nowadays I've been more like uh, okay I don't think these things matter as much as they're made out to matter so what what like i'm not gonna submit what what are you gonna do about it so i don't so if if i care i don't so it's a, it is a seven yeah take the last one yeah you feel confident that things will work out for you uh i mean work out for i don't know Depending on what you mean, like someone, someone else looking in on might be like, might not see it as working out as well. But um, I don't know if you're, if you're not looking at it, oh, it's working out. It's kind of, I don't know, it's a bit sad. It's, you don't help yourself at all with that sort of mentality, do you? But um, I normally am like a very, yeah, I will figure it out. Like my things might go bad, but I will find a way to work with it anyway. So in this sort of sense, um, I would have to go with a one because I always have like a no. I no matter how um, annoying, difficult, or whatever situation gets, I would um, find like a, some sort of solution to maneuver in it, within it. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much feel the same. I would go with the one. I'm very confident in my abilities, or if I lack certain skill i'm very confident that i will be able to pick it up pretty quickly okay we agree for the last one but now the very controversial question oh no your gender your this you realize here you'll be revealing your gender for the first time to the world yeah that is my gender reveal party. i will select i will um
we need to insert some like drum roll sort of thing here. It's a female. Oh no, uh, it's a male. <laughs> I don't have it. Okay, so now we're going to see our result. Yeah, and this one we can kind of maybe read up on as well a little bit more than we did with the compass because, like, if you're interested, there's some. So you got an ESTJA, which would be an extroverted, um, with um, thinking, judging, uh, sensing, and assertive. The assertive, very easy to expect. Are are you? Are you surprised that you happen to be an extroverted personality rather yeah, than Yeah, I think I'm more of an introvert, introverted person. I mean, if you scroll down and go next, you see your percentages. Because these things, like, if you change your question a little bit, like, your percentages might be like a 51-49. So, let's, let's check. Go next. It says that I'm an executive, and executives oh. are excellent organizers, conservative. Unsurpassed at managing things or people. I'm fifty. Yeah, you said fifty-two yeah. percent. Fifty-four to forty-seven. That's the thing, because like, even though the, um, like, if you learn how this quiz works and you think about yourself and you can place yourself more accurately, I would say than what the quiz will, just because the questions are a bit like. Ooh, uh, I don't know. That's a kind of like, oh, should I put like a four? Should I put a five? And that like impacts it. So you can take it with a grain of salt, basically. Then 78% um, observant. Observant individuals are pragmatic and down to earth. They tend to have a strong focus on what is happening or very likely to happen. Well, um, I mean, here it seems to be like a very strong one where like the intuitive versus observant is more of a let's say stuff like okay if you see something here you work with it um first from maybe um in the environment at the moment as the observant like okay or more of a my intuition and are you going to work with a uh, past experiences versus uh, current scenarios and stuff like this. So, yeah, and I'm seventy-eight percent thinking and twenty-two percent feeling. I don't think that was surprising, like especially after all the non-emotional things. Yeah, more of a hothead that I think of myself. I remember that. That that is true. That is true. But I mean. Like these four again, it's not about whether you're thinking or feeling. Like, um, because underneath these four letters, um, there's actually eight functions. Um, and those for it's more so what you have in with within the functions, it's you have introverted feeling and extroverted feeling, introverted and extroverted thinking, um, introverted and extroverted uh, intuition an introverted and extroverted sensing and it's actually basically the four letters are just determined by like every single human has all eight of the functions but they're stacked in a different order and depending on what your order is that's where the letters come so 
you would always have like one of the feelings and one of the thinkings within your first four and the other two within the, first, the last four, uh, which are like the shadow functions basically of the top four. Um, but yeah, so again, these percentages and just the letters don't mean too much. 63% judging. Judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to uh, for, ah, preferring structure and planning to spontane, spont spontaneity. spontaneity. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and this one is not even like a, it's not a function. That's just the last letter. You just yeah, randomly yeah. insert. But then you have the A, the assertiveness versus turbulent personality, which is like more of a, like how sure in yourself you are. It's not actually a thing. It's like a, it's this, this specific one is like um, 16 personalities exclusive. It's not, and it, it, it's just not in um, in the functions, Mars Briggs and Carl Jung sort of philosophy things. So I can comment 81% on 81% assertive. Assertive individuals are self-assured, even tempered and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and tend to be self-confident when striving to achieve goals. Yeah, I think, I think I would like to think I'm such a person. But maybe not the even tempered, right? Yeah, yeah, not That's not that the... even tempered. Mm. Okay. Uh, if you go further, you might see like other people that are your. That's if you want to get your results via email, but you can just go in on here after anyway. So, I'll probably just type in the... Oh, you want to have it on the... Just basically... That's more of the, like, uh, in-depth. Like, as far as I'm aware, 16 personalities even have, like, books that you can buy for each personality. But no okay. time for that. The probably only interesting thing... Yeah, because it's like a long read you can probably go into like the if you scroll down to the bottom of the page i think that's where yeah but a bit a bit higher over there yeah this is like people who are your personality that might interest you uh -huh. oh rockefeller judy ella baker okay. um yeah, Frank Sinatra. Let's see who else. James Monroe. Laura Linney. Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> Boromir. <laughs> to, to, to random people, that's, that's funny because basically, like, I'd, I'd say, like, he's best friend from high school no nah, but Boromir Boromir is kind of I don't really I don't really like him in the Lord of the Rings he, he o o almost failed the fellowship of the ring well you're a failure to our fellowship then Dwight from the office Claire from Modern Family and Anna from Lost Violet from Downton Abbey. That's a lot of shows that I've not seen. Rob Stark, Game of Thrones. No, I've seen that either. 
Lista from House of Oh Cuddy, okay. House at least that's one I know. Um Borthos from the Three Musketeers. Um I mean you only reacted to yeah. one of them, so I assume that's the one. Yeah, I mean I, well, I know the president Lin oh. I, I knew a few, not that much say the actors the characters in the series I know Rob Stark. I also know Lyndon Johnson, the president, James Monroe, also Frank Sinatra, the singer. Then I know about Rockefeller, and then and that's it, pretty much. Okay, uh, I just clicked on my thing. Uh, I am ninety nine percent assertive. Nice. I'm dominating now here, but. Yeah, with this, like you might do the quiz and get a different answer next time around. So I guess you can do like um, an interesting thing actually was before when I was growing up, when I was actually reading into this, um, I used to do it a few times and I would always be an INTJ. Um, and it is very evident uh, if you know me and um just me observing myself nowadays that i would not be an intj by any stretch of the imagination um and then i was kind of thinking oh what what one would i be i was talking about with a friend about it because i did guess accurately hers and then i made a prediction about mine and we wanted to check and i went and redid it i think that was like last year or something uh and i got an ENTP, um, which both my prediction and hers were that, and it, that was what I actually got at the end. Um, and very interestingly, the uh, shadow type basically of the ENTP is INTJ. So um, what it what it means is like my first four functions if. I'm an ENTP, are some, and then in the, the if you put five to eight in the places of one to four, you get INTJ, and um, in if you relate that to Jung's uh, theory of the shadow, um, that's what that would be. So an ENTP shadow would be an INTJ. And that would be like your underlying, like a demon, let's call it, where it's like if you're having like you're in a, like a bad period of your life, um, that that would be the thing that first kind of parts out. If you're whenever you're um, maybe depressed or you get very angry or like any of those sort of like very emotionally driven situations which bring you like the worst out of you, if you know what I'm saying. Um, the shadow would be the one that kind of shows itself to the world. And um, I've had like this interesting thought, okay, so does that mean like my high school period of like the year when I was actually doing this and reading into it, was that when I was in a shadow? And so my shadow is the INTJ? Or uh, is it that like last year, I was within the shadow, and that's why it was the NTP. It, it's interesting because um, you know, of, uh, the once you're INTJ's shadow is the NTP. 
as the same as the spun round. So I don't know. I mean, the one I did now, because I didn't say actually, I also I did get my ENTP here as well. Um, and if you want for some additional fun, you can uh, Google to see how our what our compatibility is. I know that's like a prominent thing on the internet. So you're aware of a ESTJ, right? Pretty sure. Uh, yeah, 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 an ESTJ. And you were, and mine, oh, no, don't, don't do the A, that's not going to pop up anywhere. Uh, but and mine is an ENTP, you can just do compatibility, I guess, yeah. Both ENTP. Both ENTPs and ESTGs bring charisma and objective thinking to the workplace. ENTPs also offer creative ideas and adaptability, while ESTJs offer attention to detail and organization. ENTPs can help ESTJs adjust to, un to new or unexpected situations, while ESTJs can help ENTPs set and achieve personal or professional goals. Yeah, I think that's pretty realistic. To be fair, though, yeah... Because, I mean, when we get into like an episode of um, maybe explaining how the podcast started, we can we will probably get into the whole driving uh, personality and like how we decide to split what we do. Yeah, and exactly. Like this, which, so. I guess those are those are kind of accurate for sure. Uh let come on, let's get to the juicy bits. Don't go back from that and just go on the images. I assume there'll be like um there's like charts that people yeah. Um click on one of those. Let's see what our what the coloration that uh you can just zoom in, I assume. Like we need the girls telling us how good we are in a relationship together, not anything else. So you need the ESTJ and an ENTP. Uh, go down. Go, um, I can just take the ENTP, which is the one in the... Oh, this way, yeah. And ENTP would be that one there. Uh, but you need to get, like, get your mouse off of it so it's on black. So it's purple. What does purple mean? Where Where is the... Uh, maybe above. Yeah, it is above. That's a medium, which is basically the second word. Yeah, but one. I can click on it and see. Sure. I think it's just uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Next time around. Well, so, I mean, medium is a well. It's a, well not that not that we actually like these are not like actual things. You can get along with anyone, but okay. Um, 
I guess that was it for the like we can go in like you, you there's very weird things you can go into if you read into this sort of stuff. Um I've like seen like people like challenges of people trying to um because I I would be able to accurately um guess the type of a person that I know. But I noticed there's people who do it just by, let's say, watching a video of people of a person who they've never seen before, and there's stuff like, um, at least they, that's what they say. There's stuff like uh, the way your eyes move, uh, whether they move slowly between two points or they're like very sporadic or stuff like this are, um, like, um, uh, basically, uh, it's a show of the thing that you have like a prominent, uh, maybe a tertiary um, introverted thinking as a function there or stuff like this, which it's very, I, I don't know. I, I Would I back it? Probably not, but it is a thing. So you can, you can very much go down a rabbit hole of this. Um, but I think we've done enough for like a episode of it. Um, it I guess it sort of matched at least on the sense of how uh, how we work together. So that's some. Um, but yeah, um, another fun episode. Um, I hope you did enjoy yeah, the quiz as well. And I don't know, maybe I'll bring in another few quizzes like this in between our normal chats. Um, the next, I actually, one of the episodes I have planned now for we'll see when uh is i was thinking of us creating a bucket list for like discussing the bu bucket list in general and more of like uh, uh, people's legacy to leave behind and things important in life but then i think i have like a little section in it where we can create like a mutual podcast mm -hmm. bucket list thing so yeah stay tuned for that um this was the 16 personalities Mars Briggs test episode of the Valent the Frog podcast. And as always, this has been, this has been Sashko. And, and see you for the next one. one.